The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Archie Chess with Josh and Beth. I am Josh. I am Beth. Hi, Beth. How are you doing today? I'm okay, thanks. I've been doing wedding stuff all day because... Um, Ooh. don't know if you realise, but it's precisely to the day. It's two months until I get married. Um, I know. I'm very excited for it. Well, yeah, I would be too if I had anything, you know, organised and planned and sorted, so... Oh, shut your face. You've been more <laughs> organised than you realise, probably. I don't know. I don't know what's going into it. I'm just showing up. You say that. You say that I'm more organised than I realise. We nearly had the wedding cancelled the other day because we didn't realise we had to pay the registrar. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have had the ceremony. It's just legally it wouldn't have, you know, you'd have to go down the registry office a few yeah, weeks we... later, you know. We said if that was if that had happened, we'd have literally had to just yeah, like just get have a private ceremony and then just go through with the party, essentially a big excessive party that has no legal bearing. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, no, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Tom, he got married in Spain. Um, uh, so yeah, so basically they had the ceremony in Spain, but then like a like a week later, uh, they had to go to the Doncaster Registry Office, which apparently uh, is rough as buttholes, um, as they say, <laughs> but. Yeah, there you go. It's it's fine. If it all goes to pot, there's always the registry office. <laughs> well, we went there recently. We went, we went there last week, last weekend, weekend before, one of the weekends. Oh, just a day out, you know. We went. <laughs> we had to go register that we were getting married. Um, to because 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 we got not getting married in Leeds, we had to let and we live in Leeds. We had to let the Leeds council know that we were the getting mayor. married. Huh. The mayor of Leeds, you needed to let him know. I don't know who needs to know. Apparently Leeds needs to know. I don't know why. None of their business. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we had to let them know. Um, which I think is what prompted um, the registrar from um, where we are getting married to get in touch and basically be like, you're supposed to have paid your... We paid deposit and everything. You're supposed to have paid your, your final payment of like the rest of it by three months before the wedding. It's now nearly two months before the wedding. We are going to cancel your ceremony. And we were like, whoops, okay, we'll just get that sent over. (laughs) But yeah, so it's fine. uh, We're getting married. It's fine. It's all good. It's weird that they're on top of that, you know? (laughs) Mm, Yeah, they're on top of things like that. They like things like that. It's very odd. Uh, Yeah, getting paid. Yes, they do like that, actually, thinking about it. They do have a very big incentive to do so. But... um, yeah, uh, s- uh, still nothing on our end. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's coming. It's it's At like some point. <laughs> a, it's like uh, what is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? It's like it'll be ready. It'll, it'll be ready when it's ready. You know that kind of thing. There's been initial ideas. There's been redrafts, and you know, it'll it'll happen when it happens. We have a list. That's good. No, list gonna... is always good. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Basically, once the house is sorted, then we're gonna kick it into high gear for the older. Uh, for the old wedding uh, ceremony thing, because uh, we'll probably need to start saving again. <sighs> Might be a few years down the line. <laughs> this is the issue we're having as well. It's like we've we've realised that basically once we have paid for the wedding, we have like no money anymore. Like that, yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was it. That was gone. Gone. So, it's so. just like you save, you save and save and then you do the thing and then it's just like, oh, I don't have a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cushion, money cushion has gone. And and there were we think I remember when we first got engaged and we were like oh hopefully we'll be able to get a camper van and get married at the same time no 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 <laughs> little did we know as well that there was going to be a, a cost of living crisis who gets married in the middle of a cost of living crisis us is the answer 
What? So. Goddamn everyone. I've got like your way. There's like, I know four people who are getting married this year. I do hope that mine will be the most fabulous, obviously. Um, well, for fear of other people uh, <laughs> listening to this, um, nah, they don't listen. Yeah, probably. I'll be honest nice. with you. Your wedding invite blows everyone else's nice. out of the god gosh darn water. I like um, the fact well as... that that's just the wedding invite. You've literally been like, yeah, it's going to be great by the fact, just by the wedding invite. That That's good to know. <laughs> it's it's uh, set expectations. No pressure. No, yeah, that could be a good thing. Could be about. I mean, we nearly didn't have a wedding because we're not organised enough to to pay people to marry us. So you know, there we go. But you know what? You got your wax seal for the invite on point. Oh, that wax seal, perfect. I'll tell you what, that wax seal, top, top, top tier stuff. <laughs> Sign top of a good of stuff. a good marriage. No, honestly, like yeah, I mean, the venue's amazing. Um, are you aware that uh, somebody famous has uh, got married at your venue? No, are they really? They have. Um, the Wikipedia article for the, your venue uh, says that uh, Lee Francis uh, got married there uh, in the early 2000s. You may know him as Avid Merriam or Keith say, Lemon. Are you, about, are you going to tell me that Keith Lemon got married there? I wanted to, yeah. Well, I, do, you know, I, do you know what? He's got money, so it makes us look like we have money. He's got, yeah. <laughs> And he, that was only on his bus, like some money. Goodness knows, you know, when he, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, prime I, money. I mean, no, he's done, no, he's done, I think Keith Lemons have definitely done more better than Bus Selector, to be honest with you. Yeah, because people, he got, mm. people got really into Celebrity Juice and everything, didn't they? So, I yes, imagine he yes, got a lot more it. money then. And all the money from the Keith Lemon movie, which I'm pretty sure four people saw. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling I once watched it while, while not sober. Um, oh, fair because, enough. because obviously you're going to, and, and I can tell you that Lee Francis was in it. I can't remember much else about it. It wasn't a very memorable movie. But yeah. There we go. So apparently, we have the same, um, the same wedding um, venue. No, what's the, the same, the same, the same feelings. No, what's the, what's the word? Preferences on the yes, wedding there we go. on on, on <laughs> architecture. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's, that's <laughs> what more do you need in life than a mutual exactly. appreciation of architecture? Oh, exactly. love me, love me a bit of brutalism, but um, <laughs> oh, love it! Oh, mm, tip top. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I see a trailer for a British TV show that gets turned into a movie, I always think that's gonna flop. There's never gonna be one that makes money, like Mrs. Brown's it, Boys. Did that make money? That's what I'm saying. That's another example of movies. Oh, that, right, okay, that yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm Mrs. backing Brown's up your Boys. case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Keith Lemon movie, um, Ali G in the house. Mm. Um, granted, Borat was a massive success. So that, fair yeah, cop. that did very well. Fair cop. Uh, the in betweeners movies. They're good, but they're not. You don't. I wouldn't like say. Like, well, I'm more likely to be like, oh, should we just stick the in betweeners on rather than yeah. should we stick the in betweeners movie on. Like yeah, no, that makes sense. But, very um, different oh, things. There was at the at the very start of the pandemic, you know, after lockdown one, there was the the people just do nothing movie where they go to Japan. Um, which, yes. Like why? Like I I really like that show. I have I no interest it. in seeing that film. <laughs> not interested. Not even remotely interested in it. I just it's never appealed to me. It's a good show. It's a good show. Um, I believe yeah. you. But <laughs> I believe you. I'm not going to watch it because I've got loads of other things to watch. So I'm not going. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, speaking of watching things, yes. What have you been watching? Um, my is... tiny little friend. 
tiny little friend. You're, you're um, shorter than me, I don't know. Five foot three, four-ish. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But who um, keeps count five foot eleven and a half? <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> Just half an inch, half, a, half. a centimetre, a centimetre from six foot. Anyway, go on. Web anyway, issues. you've been watching stuff. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> um, so we recently watched um, a... Oh, we had friends over on Saturday. We had a barbecue and watched the Bob's Burgers movie. Um, oh, did you finally watch that? Yep. Um, I... <laughs> Although, literally, we've been waiting since it was released. We've been waiting for this group of four that we are, we are to watch it together. And then we didn't end up watching it because they came over at, like, four, I think about half three or something in the afternoon. Okay. We didn't end up watching it until about, you know, like, midnight because you end up doing, you know, you end up playing games, you end up doing all the things. So we didn't mm. end up watching it until midnight. One of the people fell asleep and through the whole thing, so yeah. it, was, it, it wasn't the viewing party <laughs> we intended, but it was a nice time, so, you know. Yeah, and how was the movie itself? Was it was it as good as the TV show? Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie. We we've actually started getting back into the TV show because nice. it's like one of those ones. It's a good show. It's a good show, uh, and I can watch about like probably about five or six episodes. You know what I mean? And then really? take a long break from it oh, and then go back no. to it. I can't marathon them. I can't marathon oh, it. I'm a Bob's Burger binger. I'm a burger binger, but I'm a Bob's Burger binger too. I know um, you are. You've got your you've got a tattoo of uh, the the bunny eared girl whose name Louise. Louise, that's it. There's Louise, yeah. Jean, and Tina. That's yeah. it. Those are the kids. I have got a tattoo of Louise because she's a little chaos gremlin, and I mm. love that about her. Um, and also another th- great thing about my Louise tattoo is that I've got little burgers around it, so I've just got little burger tattoos as well, which just makes me happy. Is 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 she the only female character voiced by a female voice actor? Do you know what she may from the family? Yes. Yeah, because because Tina and the mum they're voiced by guys, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've not. Anyway, I've, sorry, that's by the yeah. way. Sorry, throw that in <laughs> but there. No, yeah, I think I think that actually might be right. To be fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was my original point? Oh, yes, yeah, so the movie. So it yes. very much had a Simpsons movie vibe in the sense that, like, as soon as it started, we were like, you know, when you first watched the Simpsons movie and you were like, it looks like they've just put a bit more money into it, spent a bit more time on it, like you know, it's a bit more everything's very polished and looks a bit more 3D and, you know, that stuff. Now, I haven't seen the Simpsons movie, but I did get that feeling from the Cowboy Bebop movie. So I do, yeah, it's pretty so much the same thing, yeah. Where, where basically where a TV show has got a movie and it's had more money pumped into it, so it looks a bit more fancy. So it had yeah. that, but it did, I mean, I didn't realise that it was the end of the movie until I was like, wait a minute, we're literally, this, this is a climb, this is an all is lost moment of the movie, which means that the movie's ending soon. So, do you know what I mean? The all is lost moment. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. So it got to that, and I was like, okay, so the movie's ending soon. So it did feel like an episode, like even though it was a full-length movie, they did the the pacing of it and everything. They'd still done it very much like it was a TV show. I didn't get bored at any point, and I get bored in movies. I don't have the attention span, so this mm. kept my attention span. So that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> kept the attention span. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best review kept my attention. Two thumbs up. Um, I speak actually. I tell you what. Speaking of all these lost moments, I watched yes. a film on Friday evening. Uh, it's a little one, also on Disney Plus, called Lightyear. Have you seen this film? No, because um, I'm, I've heard all right things, but it just I'm so sick of the milking Toy Story that I'm just not interested in it. But I will say that this sort of milking, like when in the pre sort of release stuff on this one, like first time I heard about it, I was just like. 
they're making like a like a Buzz Lightyear movie that's just Buzz Lightyear, not based on the toy in Toy Story, but based on the 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 character that that toy is based on. It's like mind games, you know what I mean, in terms of like mm. what this film is. Um, and I, honestly, it's quite a decent sci-fi movie um, for a younger audience. Um, mm. It's pretty good. However, it does have a problem in that the, you know, the all is lost moments? Yeah. It's just one after another, after another, after another. <sighs> and by the end of it, it's just like, okay, you know, he's dropped the, the MacGuffin that he needs or whatever, and they're stranded here and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but they're going to get out because they've done that ten times in the movie already. That aside, um, it's a pretty decent movie. And Chris Evans, as Buzz Lightyear, is surprisingly excellent um, at his job there. But um, yeah, no, uh, great movie. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Two thumbs up on both for both movies. Yeah, um, it kept my attention, you know? <laughs> to be honest, I mean, what you were saying there when you are saying about like the constant always lost moments and stuff, that just feels like they know that kids don't have an attention span. So they're like, okay, look, but it's big things happening, kids. Wait and see what happens yeah. to this big thing. Oh, okay, that thing's sorted now. But it's another big thing, so just hang around and stay watching. Or at the very least, if they don't stay around, they've had a little bit of a movie experience in the first, yeah. you know, half an hour. No, absolutely. I can, I can definitely see it from that perspective. You know, obviously... I don't think when, you know, the lads over at Pixar um, were like, I don't think they were catering to, you know, somebody in their uh, early 30s, um, <laughs> approaching mid-30s now, actually thinking about it, but, um, damn. <laughs> you okay? You okay? No, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Just need a minute. I realised yesterday okay. I said to Lewis, I was like, I don't like to talk about it, but I'm 30 soon. And it was, it was like... <laughs> what What do you want him to say at that point? <laughs> His response was... Was he going to say, you're lucky as well? Because like, that would have been my default. It's just like, be funny. <laughs> well, my, his response was, how old are you? And I was like... Because, I mean, we do forget... I forget his age, he forgets my age. It's how we do. So I was like, I'm 28. And he was like, okay. And I was like, so in this birthday, his next birthday, it's coming. It's coming, I can see it. I can see it just over the horizon. It's just looking at me. Yeah, you might need yeah. your readers on to see it, but I will. you can see it. <laughs> oh, no, honestly, I've been wearing contact lenses full-time since I was 12 years old. My eyes are already gone. Like, oh, I- I'll just be a blind old lady, and I'll <laughs> I'll just be like, just leave me here in the house with my dogs, keep me safe, that's all I need. Uh, not just the dogs as well, you've got your little birdie as well, lest we forget. Well, I do, I do, I have a birdie. She's To be fair, the, I think they're a boy, I'm... The, the, I don't know if you know about Budgie, 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 Budgie. budgie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just hit the side, of, just hit the side of your head, and we'll just reboot that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. I don't know if you budgie. know about bu- <laughs> Budgie gender and how you tell a Budgie's gender, because obviously I have done a lot of research about Budgies and miniature parrots in general. Because did you know yeah. Budgie is a parrot? Yeah, but tiny. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. So basically, now I was like, "Cool, we've got a parrot. That makes me happier than than." You can you actually know. get smaller budgies that are called budgerettes. Oh. <laughs> you can't. I just made that up. <laughs> you say can that. Can you though? imagine? But the UK budgies are bigger than I think Australian budgies. They are smaller budgies. I'd love a tiny budgie. That'd be. It. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. They'd talk too much. Never mind. <laughs> So, so Spring hasn't started talking yet. It's really annoying. I keep saying A-ups to him and I keep calling them a chocobo, hoping they'll talk about being a chocobo. 
and I keep calling them a little dinosaur, hoping they don't pick up on anything. But they have got a lot more friendly with me. So, like, today, they've got to the point now where they will... Well, they've got to the point now where they'll happily jump onto my hand if there's Millie around. They'll be like, okay. <laughs> yes. I I think your hand is inconsequential in that equation. No, No offence. They originally started off being very scared of hands, and if we came mm. anywhere near them, they would be like, go away, I will bite you. And, I mean, I don't Talk know... Talk to if, the claw. I don't know if all birds are angry, but but just, yes, yeah. They're an angry bird. They get if if it's past seven o'clock and you go near them, they're like, "Excuse me, get the fuck flip out," and oh. <laughs> like they, they, yeah. So they weren't interested in our hands originally. I could kind of get them onto my hand by literally leading them on with Millie and having to kind of trick them onto getting on my hand. But yeah. now, if I put my arm out, they'll kind of it'll help if I have Millie. But even if I don't have Millie now, they will kind of hop on because they're like, "Okay, what we're we doing." Um, and like, yeah, they're much more social with me and stuff. They're not so much with Lewis, but I think it's because I let them out more. And the way that I've got them to be more social with me is by putting my hand in the cage. So they have to basically use it as a springboard to get out of the um, the cage. Yeah. So the, they, they got very used to just standing on my hand. And now they will go on my, my hand and my shoulder and they'd like to eat my hair. So, you know, we're, we're making friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah, no, in, in our house, because um, we've only got Worf now, um, obviously. But um, yeah, no, with Worf, um, she's, uh, yeah, Charlotte is sort of like the, the handler. Because like, mm. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified that if I ever catch a bird, I'll accidentally... You know, I think it's because we did Mice and Men in Year 9 Same. English. I did it's Mice just and like, Men like, I won't co- touch spring. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to, Lenny, this, this yeah. goddamn bird. But, um, um, but yeah, like, it's just like, like Charlotte. Look- Sorry. No, no, go ahead. It's just like Charlotte, she's got like uh, delicate hands and she's, you know, she's been, you know, holding animals her entire life and stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, she does that, you know, like if we ever need to, um, you know, I say if, when we, <laughs> when we do clipper nails and stuff like that, yeah. we grab her and I'm the one with the clippers but like Charlotte's got the got the you know hand how not the hand the feet out and stuff like yeah. that getting it all sorted but uh, yeah birds yeah. they're great <laughs> they're, they're great they're just angry and destructive and they choose violence off more often than not basically yeah <laughs> yeah I think it's like um their their default is violence but they just they just don't have the capability you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah when spring like, tries to bite me it's like oh that was that was cute that was sweet try hard. <laughs> Yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it's just like every time yeah. like I'm trying to like you know stroke Wolf's little head when she's in a nest it'll be like she'll she'll peck you and it's just like it's like um the splash of a magic carp you know there's effort <laughs> behind it but damn it's doing nothing <laughs> You respect what they're trying to get across to you, but it doesn't quite hit. Uh, no, not at all, if ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like, fact, I don't think I don't think in a month of Sundays, if I got like, if it went for what's the most sensitive? Is it your lips that the most? Well, the, the most sensitive. Um, you know. I think yeah. Safe for work, yeah. uh, body part yeah. is your is your lips. Like even there, I don't think it'd do anything. You know what I mean? No. They, they try, but they're just like, if I, if, honestly, like, you, you might think you're, like, for, for spring, it's like, you might think you're a parrot with a big old beak. You're a small parrot. You're a little baby parrot. You can't yeah, bite. It's like a, it's like a chihuahuas. Like, they think they're way bigger than they are, but yeah. <laughs> I could easily take a chihuahua. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> Kick it'd have a good off. go, though. <laughs> a chihuahua. It would, it'd, it'd try and, it'd try and eat you. It'd try and choose. Oh, yeah. ch- chihuahuas choose violence, always. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, um, 
Anyway, speaking of violence, I uh, I went somewhere quite interesting yesterday. Speaking of violence, did you what happened? Did you do something terrible? No, it's uh, something war-related in York. Can you guess where I went? Did you go to Royal Amorous? Uh No, I didn't. That's not in York. Jesus Christ! <laughs> York! Did you go to Jorvik? Uh No, I didn't. Okay, cool. Should I have another go? Uh, yeah, might as well. We've got time to kill. <laughs> so it's war-related in York? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the national... Eden Camp! Uh, no, no, it isn't. That's out okay. of York, but yeah. I, I don't, I'd never heard of it. Uh, we went to uh, the uh, York Cold War Bunker. Okay, I'd never even heard of that, so I never would have guessed that. Everyone, I, everyone I've spoke to about this, all five of them, have never heard of the York Cold War Bunker. Why would and I guys, have heard about it? Guys, there's a Cold War Bunker in York, and more people need to know about this. It's £10, right? And you get a one-hour tour of the York Cold War Bunker. What's in it, you ask? Well, technically, it's not a Cold War Bunker. But during the Cold War, if the bomb had hit the United Kingdom, God forbid, God forbid, because <laughs> nuclear weapons are awful. Yes. And should be fervently against even our own in the mm. UK. But uh, basically, if the bomb went off, uh, what this station was, uh, 60 volunteers would go to the bunker as soon as possible and they would monitor the fallout. There are these stations all over the United Kingdom. Uh, you've This is a main station, so there's uh, 60 people in there, uh, three teams of 20 and they all rotate out. Uh, but then you've got like these three-man stations all over the gaff. There's one in Keefley right next to the pub we go to on Christmas Day. We never <laughs> knew this. We're going to try and break into it next time we're there. Cause, Do it. You know. Urban explorers go there, apparently. No one um, will expect that on Christmas Day. No. <laughs> there's no one in there. <laughs> FYI, they're not still looking out for the bombs. Uh, uh, but basically, uh, yeah, it's the uh, the Royal Observer Corps, I think they're called. I can't remember what exactly what they're called, even though it literally happened yesterday. Um, but, um, yeah, they monitor um, what uh, where the fallout is going and sort of, like, radio updates to the general public to say, hey, fallout is coming this way. Get away from it. Fallout coming 2022. No, not that kind of fallout. Like the actually bad fallout, not just the really bad fallout. What was it? Fallout 76 was the really 70, bad one? 76, yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. But no, That was the one that I pre-ordered and then changed my mind and cancelled it. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually melt your face off uh, yeah. fallout we're talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, really fascinating little bit of history that I had no idea about. Uh, the idea is that they stay in there for 30 days. Um, so it's like a constant rotation. Um and uh, yeah, uh, yesterday during a heat wave, we went in expecting it to be stuffy, uh, air conditioned. It was cold <gasps> as ice no. and amazing. Um, so yeah, a uh, great thing to do on a cold day. Hot, on a hot day. day. On a hot day. Why is uh, a Cold all... War bunker that's not used anymore for what it's supposed to be used for originally? Why is that getting air conditioning? But like a theatre and stuff can't have air conditioning. Like, um, Well... To be honest with you, uh, the whole reason that that bunker exists uh, is because it was built on council property um, and was acquired by English Heritage uh, once the oh, okay. uh, the ROC um, uh, disbanded, uh, was disbanded by the government in uh, the 90s, uh, rather unceremoniously. Uh, the tour guide was very bitter about that. Um, <laughs> so I assume he was part of the core originally. I don't know, but um, yeah, um, great little day out for the kids and that. 
Uh, we also went to uh, Hall in the Wand, which is a Harry Potter themed mini golf course. Um, and um, you need to book online in advance. So okay. we, we, didn't, we didn't go in. Oh, so you didn't manage to get in? No, uh, right. Spoiler alert for next <clears throat> week's podcast. Um, I recently played seven mini golf courses within 24 hours. Oh, that's none amazing. Of the, none of them you need to book in advance. Uh, this this one, the Harry Potter one, you need to book in advance. So, FM is what I say. It's because it's York and it's Harry Potter. They just Anything Harry Potter in York gets just absolutely tourist slammed. Yeah, that rammed, uh, I believe that they call it. But uh, yeah, no, I, I forgot how many gosh darn tourists York gets. A lot. It's very strange. Mm. But why? Why? Because it looks pretty. Is that it? It looks pretty. It's very quintessential, sort of typical English. Um, it has ties, I suppose, to Harry Potter, even though apparently everywhere has ties to Harry Potter. But yeah, basically it. Yeah, it's a very odd little city, but uh, it's a city that I thoroughly enjoy uh, going yeah. to every single time. I've never had a bad experience in York, touch wood. Well, that's why people um, go there, because people yeah. that go there love it. And it's, yeah, yeah I, I love York. It's good, yeah, good vibes, good vibes. Good vibes. And you sort of look around and you think, oh, I can't afford this house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no chance in hell. <laughs> my, um, my... Two of my closest friends um, live... Who came over for the barbecue, actually. They live in York. Um, mm. And I always think it's the most bougie thing ever. They live like because uh, they walk, they can literally walk into. They don't live in the city centre. They live like I think maybe a twenty minute walk, so it's not far. Um, yeah. So they walk in all the time, and I'm just like, you are so fancy. You are so fancy uh, to be able to go into York all the time. Are they aware that they could rent an e-scooter to go to the city centre? <laughs> I once said that we should go over to York with them, and we should hire uh, scooters just for the for the fun of it because they're, they're there. So you should. Not? I'll I'll send you a link to a car park that's got a so it's a car park that's attached to an actual park, and in the car park there is an e-scooter dock. <gasps> so you can did, just. Did you park... hire them? Oh, obviously, yeah. Oh, did you get one each? Uh, right. Okay. So Charlotte, for some reason, Charlotte's because um, it's uh, Tia is the company uh, that does York. They're also in London as well, um, yeah. as well as other cities in the UK. But these are the ones that we've uh, tried it in. Uh, but basically, every time Charlotte takes a picture of her driver's license and submits it, um, it gets rejected, and we're not sure as to why. Because she's got a full license, and they accepted my provisional with no problem whatsoever. Um, yeah, so we don't know what oh. that's about. Um, but yeah, Charlotte fed some ducks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I bo- well, I bombed around on the e-scooter. I was just like, I'm on my way back. It's just like, it's fine, take your time. It's just like, okay. Oh, see, I'm going to have to do it now because we've we've not... We've, we, whenever we've gone... Because we're going to York fairly, fairly often, we're kind of like, whenever we see people on them, we're like, oh, should we do it? And it's like, and then Louis is usually kind of like, yeah, but it looks like it might be dangerous. If you're telling me it's not too dangerous... Now, I will say, I am terrified to go on roads with it, mm. so that's why I stick to the park. But, I mean, I'm happy to hire... How much does it cost to rent it? Uh, one quid to unlock it, 25 pence per minute. Per minute? Yeah, so I went on it for, I think it was 17 minutes yesterday, and it cost me a fiver. 
Okay, so that's not bad. But that, no, if you wanted to have it, like I was thinking of hiring one for the whole day, so you could not, have, you could just go around and do your. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. You could just like go from A to B because you need to park it in a specific location. You need to park it in like an approved area to leave okay. it. So as long as you're going from area to area, like you can go back to that area and just grab another one. Oh, so you could literally just dock it and be like, "Okay, I'm done. Next one." Yeah, there's yeah, there's like I think there was like I think there was like twelve at the one that I was at, but yeah, they're all over the city. Um, I was oh, saying to Charlotte, this is good to know. <laughs> yeah, like um, there is a route on there. If you download the app, which is called Tia, you can get a full map of York, and it'll show well, of wherever you are. Actually, thinking about it, um, and it'll show like the boundaries of where it goes, and it goes like. Doesn't go all the way around the ring road, but uh, there is a sort of like there is a little bit of a route where you can get from one end of the ring road to the other. So it's like like ninety percent of York basically. That's and pretty good. Think, and I was thinking like maybe one very very quiet day, go there nice and early in the morning, and see if we can take one e-scooter on a single charge from one side of York to the other. That's so that's your girl. Be, that's that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a dumb thing for Josh to do. That's a, a thing that Josh. This is a thing. You, you are really good for those things because you will get up what's early. That, what's that supposed to mean? What you because you, you'll commit to it. You'll oh, commit yeah. to it. I don't. Look, if com- you're gonna look, if you're gonna do dumb dumb stuff, commit fully. Like, commit to it. Don't blink. Just commit. Like before COVID happened, and like I got that invitation to a, a high school reunion, and you were just like, absolutely <laughs> yes, send me the details, I will I be there, that. and I would a hundred percent have believed that you you would have gone there because you commit to dumb things, and I'm and I'm absolutely I love that about you. <laughs> listeners, listeners, if there is a high school reunion happening in the Leeds, Bradford area. That you don't want to attend. That you don't want to attend. Let me know and I will attend and let you know what happened. Honestly, like you you have full commitment to dumb activities and that's just one of the great things. Why do you think you're coming to me damn stag hen do? (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm excited about that. Whatever dumb things there is that you can do there, I'm I'm sure that there will be activities. I've already sent sent one dumb thing to to the organiser. Uh, to uh, to uh, consider, um, I I am gonna I am gonna look for more. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You've already sent. I love how you're like. I've already sent one of my ideas to the uh, to the organizer of the event. Look, yeah. Uh, look, with the, I'll get into it in more details next week. But okay. with the with the golf trip is what I'm calling it. Um, that was 100% commitment to the stupidest idea possible. So. Yeah, look it's forward great. to that, I guess. I love, I love it. It's one of my favourite things about you, Josh. Never change. Okay, no worries. Never change. <laughs> I need to do my hair, to be honest with you. Look, at it, it looks like frosted tips, doesn't it, from the 90s? You do have frosted tips. I, I, I assume do. that was what you were you were going for at the moment. No, it's, I, dyed it, I dyed it pink when it was short and uh, let it grow out. So that's that. I'm, I'm enjoying the frosted tips. It's giving me good like- nostalgia vibes. I might keep the frosted tips. I don't know how I feel. Not about enough it, people have but... frosted tips now, so it makes you original. <laughs> hey guys, why don't we see frosted tips anymore? Oh, is it because it's a lot of work for not a lot of effort? <laughs> but you've got it now, so it's done. So you know, I've, I've frosted tips. It and grows, no Beth. I don't know about you. <laughs> don't know about your hair, but mine. Well, for now, gross. I feel like mine's falling out. It, don't know if it's the stress or the heat. Oh, oh, yours feels as though it's falling out. Okay. What do you mean, mine? 
I'm just I'm just saying that compared to my hair, for example, which you know. Look at oh, that. okay. Look at the state of that. Yeah, but I'm losing clumps. Oh right, okay. Yeah, clumps. that might be the stress of the wedding. That's yeah, what I mean. Is it stress? Is it the heat? Who knows? But you know, it might we'll... be the heat. I remember last year when we had the heat wave. Uh, Charlotte just like she was just like Josh shave my head. I was just like on it. And uh, yeah, she was <laughs> like number... yeah, she was like uh, number three all over. Um, yeah, and now it's it, it's shoulder length now, but that's after like a year of growth. But yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, still, we're talking about hair for God's sake. Right. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> uh, so I am at Lizard Thumb on Suck Your Media. All I heard was Suck Your Media, and I was like, what? what? No, Suck Your. <laughs> social, social media. I Succulent am... media. <laughs> oh, nice and succulent. I hope you got... Well, you've oh. got your Patreon for that, haven't you? <laughs> Oh, Rude. Anyway, go on. Beth. Honestly, I'd, I'd I'd put more effort into my Patreon if people actually wanted to, you know, subscribe. That'd be nice. So if you want to subscribe to my Patreon, <laughs> I think the only people who want to subscribe from from following your Instagram, there, Beth, uh, seem to be um, uh, fucking perverts and horrible people from oh, from, honestly. What from what uh, you've shared on social media. My friend um, the other day said something so nice. Um, she was like, "We're ta- I was talking about like work and stuff and about how I'm having to literally at the minute remove so many followers. Every time I'm going on Instagram, I'm removing followers and blocking people because quite frankly, as a, as a business, I can't have all my followers be creepy dudes from across the world. Like from, from like, you know, like Iran basically is where I've got my main demographic is apparently in Iran. So Iran? Yeah, men in Iran. What? But this is the thing. That's not what brands want from me. If, pe- if brands are giving me money to promote something, they don't want me to be promoting it to, pe- to men in Iran, which is why I'm, I remove people and I block people because you're not. it's going again. It's stopping me from being able to make money and pay bills. So I was explaining that to her and she was like, oh, but your, your main following must be women though because you're so cool. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, bless your lovely lovely heart no <laughs> it was i tell you what one of the one of the weirdest things like back when because um in a new comedy group as you know called run riot comedy um was in a group called super trooper mm-hmm. like on our sort of like statistics on sort of our facebook group our biggest demographic by like i think it was an 80 20 split was like women in their 20s and 30s which for an improv comedy group yeah. is insane like I don't know how, but yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, that was a Women great target audience comedy. to be hitting, but that's like the the dream audience. It, I mean, it is the dream audience, but like you know, they you know they never showed up. <laughs> uh, you could uh, advertise for uh, Melly Bank. Uh, Are you looking up bi- places in Iran that I could advertise for? They're a big company in Iran. Uh, you could also. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Kaliji Fars pro, pe, what? Pe, petrochemical? Lovely. I don't know what pe, yeah, so you can advertise for the petrol companies. But that's the thing, I get I actually get like businesses, random businesses in Iran now following me. And it's like Yes, what, say yes! What Beth, do you, you want? Could, like... Beth, you could be the biggest you could be the biggest face in Iran. Think about that. <laughs> that's that's one hundred and thirty million people. That's not no one. But I don't want that. I want women in in like you know in Europe. 
<laughs> hey, you know what? Start small. You know what I mean? I always think back to, right, okay, genuine, genuinely, there was this Welsh actress and they did a piece about her for BBC, was it BBC Lifestyle, I think it's called? The one where they do all the op-eds and stuff like that and just random features, mm. where basically she was an actor from Wales, she went to Cardiff to live the dream. Um, to Cardiff to live the dream. Cardiff to live the dream. And she yep. did, she did some plays in Cardiff. She was spotted by, I believe it was... It was either Malaysia or Indonesia. Basically, some producer for a soap opera in Indonesia or Malaysia, I'm going to say Indonesia, I'm going to go on that, spotted her and then got her agent contact details. And she's been living in Malaysia as a soap opera actress, like <laughs> one of the biggest in the countries, for nearly a decade at the point of the article. So, yeah, like, don't knock it. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes just go with the flow. I'm trying, but it's just it's draining. Do you know how many marriage proposals I get per day, Josh? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't. Also, many. there is many. also there is, yeah, there is also the fact that yeah, you know what? It's just yeah, you, mm, you, know, mm. you just get in a barrage with harassment that mm. you know you don't share. I don't know about. I'm a man. I don't get that. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah, there's mm. that. Mm, yeah, the Maybe go with the Iranian companies, not the Iranian creepy men. Anyway, where can these Iranian creepy men follow you? Oh, the the, the women can follow me. Ladies? Do you know, no, it's not just women. It's just that women, realistically, are the demographic that brands look for when with women content creators. But anyway, mm -hmm. so, right, so, you can follow me. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say something sexist. Sorry, go ahead. Do not say anything sexist. Okay. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Beth Fang Lily. Uh, Beth Fang, like teeth, Lily, a uh, flower. Beth Fang Lily. Exactly. And we are off your chest pod on uh, social media platforms as well. Um, I will say something sexist about women. Um, oh, God. Register to vote. Statistically, yes. women, you are the least likely to vote. And good Lord, look what the politicians have done with your rights in the United States. And you think that's not going to come over here? Oh, it will. Vote. Vote against the right. That's it. Anyway. I mean, you're correct. So there we go. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, we will see you. No, we won't. We'll, we'll see. Well, yeah. We'll you'll see. hear okay, us. So, uh, yeah, you'll hear us next time. Okay, bye. Bye.